the day of the League Olympics had come. Warlocks, witches, and every manner of magical creature packed the stands at Kizar Stadium. Despite standing under the contestant tent, Norman's sweat had already soaked through his suit. He struggled to focus on the looming games. Small snatches of his childhood drifted through his head, swirling in eddies of half-remembered scenes. The crowd went quiet as a courtroom materialized in the middle of the field. Above it floated a swirling purple mist and two eyes of a Larry. Greetings, gentle creatures. I'm Terry, your host. Welcome to the 104th League Olympics. Today, we will decide who will become the next public defender. Now, normally the League Olympics consists of multiple daring feats demonstrating the legal prowess of the contestants. However, it appears that after a series of tragic accidents and scandals, we are left with only two contestants. Now, now, we promise the case we have lined up for litigation today will be so exciting, you'll pee your pants! Now give it up for our first contestant and our defense lawyer, Norman P. Blank! Norman trotted to a defense table in the center of the field. He spotted David and Blackfreeze in the crowd, waving pennants that matched the mustard color of his suit. He waved back and tried to smile, but found he couldn't do both at the same time, at least not without pooping his pants. Please give a warm Crystal District welcome to the prosecutor, the one, the only, the most beloved vampire in the Bay Area, Al the Bastard! Thank you. Thank you, my adoring fans. I love you from the bottom of my no longer beating heart. Please stand for the anthem of the Crystal District. Now a word from our esteemed mayor. Contestants, you are the best and brightest lawyers. This trial will test your acumen, endurance, and sheer gumpacity. Whoever puts on the best show will become the next public defender. Today's case will be the most interesting case I could think of. The city of San Francisco v. Panama. Panama? Isn't that the woman David investigated? May Shrimp Christ be with you. Let the case begin! Cult Adventures of Norman P. Blank. Step into a magical world where mystery and danger threaten from every corner. With only his wits and love of law to help, mild-mannered lawyer Norman P. Blank must win the 105th League Olympics or be forever shamed. Tonight's episode, Take Me Out to the League Olympics. (laughs) 
Lulu Panama was led into the stadium, bound in diamond-encrusted manacles. A docket of case information popped into existence before Norman. Hey, Blank. Good luck today. You too. Just kidding, I hope you have bad luck. I heard that. Thank you, thank you. Now, let us begin. This is the case of the city of San Francisco versus Lucille Lulu Panama, who stands accused of the murder of her father, Lucius Panama. Who do you plead? Not guilty. Looks like it's going to be a long day, so be sure to buy some snacks, finger food, appetizers, hors d'oeuvres, and jalapeno poppers. Now for the opening coin toss. Heads or tails, Mr. Bastard? Tails. Heads, you're up, Mr. Blank. Thank you, Your Honor. I want to start by establishing the facts of the case. As my first witness, I call Miss Lulu Panama to the stand. were you on April 17th, the night of the murder, Miss Panama? Oh, please, don't make me relive that dreadful night. I'm afraid I must, Miss Panama. Please answer the question as best you can. I was where I always am on April 17th, in my in-sweet spa. Yes, I remember it distinctly. I was soaked just past my ample bosom with delightful bubbles. Strawberry beignet, I think, was the scent. Sounds yummy. Now, after the bath, what did you do? Well, I I went to the parlor, like I always do, to air dry while looking over the factory. I like the attention the wienersmiths give me. It's good for morale, of course. And then? I, there was some sort of horrible monster standing at the window. It had glowing eyes and fangs and frightened me half to death. I, and then, then there, and there was a gunshot. And when I turned on the light, I saw my father dead on the floor. What happened to the monster? I don't know. When I turned the lights on, it had vanished. And what did you do next? I called the police and cried until my eyes were redder than ketchup on a bun. I'd like to turn to the matter of the murder weapon. I submit the pearl-handled derringer as evidence. Miss Panama, when did you receive this gun? That morning. It was on my vanity, all wrapped up with the prettiest lavender silk bow you've ever seen. There was a note, too. It said, Someone is trying to kill you. I submit the note as evidence. A frightening message for anyone to receive. Was it signed? No, but the handle was inscribed with the words, To Lulu from Pops. I tell you, I haven't felt safe since that morning. The only time I did feel safe was when Mr. Machina rescued me from that horrible mega with his big, strong arms. He does have big, strong arms. Sustained. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Would you like to cross-examine the witness, Mr. Bastard? Yes, thank you, Your Honor. Hello, Miss Panama. Let us begin with your father. What was your relationship to him? I, uh, I loved him. Oh, I detect some hesitancy in your answer, Miss Panama. I did love him, but I didn't want to go into the family business like he wanted. I didn't want to be the hot dog queen. I want to follow my dream of creating a designer line of edible lip balm. Would you say that your relationship was intense? You mean like camping? Objection. He's leading the witness. Uh, yeah, kind of. Sustained. Was anyone with you on the night your father died? No. My best friend Bobo the talking parrot had gone home after taste testing a new lip balm flavor. 
five being chilly. And my maid was on vacation. So we only have your word to go on, Miss Panama? Yes, but I'm telling the truth. For now. I am curious about when you entered the parlor. You said that you heard a gunshot, correct? Yes. Was this before or after you entered the parlor? Uh, before, yes, it was before. Are you sure? May I remind you that you are under oath, Miss Panama? I mean, it was after! And was your father there? No, I, I told you I saw a monster. A monster? Really? What would a monster be doing in the parlor room of the Panama Mansion? I don't know, it all happened so fast! And where was your derringer at this time? Oh. In my hand? Why was it in your hand? I don't know! Did you fire your derringer, Miss Panama? It was dark and I was just so frightened after that note that Pops left me. Stop avoiding the question. Did you fire your derringer? Yes or no? Yes! There we have it! Miss Panama! You admit you shot your father, yet plead not guilty. How can this be when you now admit your guilt? Objection! Miss Panama did not admit to shooting her father. She simply stated that she fired the gun. Why did you carry your derringer into the parlor? Was it to kill? Was murder in your heart? Did you kill your father because you resented him? Could you no longer stand the embarrassment of being the hot dog princess? Answer me now, I demand to have an answer. Objection! Sustained! Get a grip, Mr. Bastard! I apologize, your honor. I just get a little excited because I am so passionate about justice. I have no more questions, your honor. Good. We should take a brief recess. There's still some cold cuts at the refreshment table. I expect to see them gone when we return. The contestants' tent and its wide selection of hors d'oeuvres, finger food, and jalapeno poppers offered Norman little relief. He dabbed his forehead with a handkerchief and spread his arms out to dry his thoroughly soaked armpits. An impressive showing. Mr. Blank, I did not think that the old sweaty armpit trick would be your ploy. Truly it worked, and I underestimated your ability to perform under pressure. Just wait until I get going and you'll see some real performance. And sweat! So you're a slow starter. Your bow must be a patient man. Speaking of the dolt, I plan to call him as my next witness. That's oddly kind of you to tell me. I want to give you a fighting chance. It will make my ascension to public defender more delicious. Just know I'll be watching you. Gazing at another handsome man? What would Machina think? Not in that way. You know what I mean. Too bad. Good luck with the next event. Norman. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. That guy is a real bastard. Norman! Excellent showing out there, Norman. Hi, guys. Thank you. Not to be a bit of a sourpuss, but it doesn't look good for you out there. Yeah, I understand if you want to give up. Besides, there are plenty of middle-aged, middle-grade lawyers out there. No, I'm not giving up. I truly think that Lulu is innocent. Something about all this doesn't line up. Isn't it convenient that she killed her father with the same gun he gave her? For that matter, why did he tell her that his life was in danger? Maybe he was just one hot dog short of a pack. That could be, but she didn't want to become the hot dog queen. Killing her father guaranteed that that would happen. That's a fair point. Exactly. I must be missing something. Blackfreeze, can you go to the hot dog mansion and see if there are any clues we're missing? What? Why me? I've been tapped as an expert witness. It's one of my duties as a certified Open Secret Society detective. Very well, I shall examine the scene of the crime. If there is anything there, I'll find it. I promise. Thank you, Black Freeze. I'll return as soon as I am able. Contestants, please dismiss your entourages and return to the field for the remainder of the trial. Wish me luck. As I said to Napoleon before his Russian campaign, good luck. Wait, didn't that campaign fail? Good luck, my sausage roll. This is Jordan Stidham, one of the co-creators of the show, coming to you out of character to tell you about our amazing Patreon page. We are so grateful to our patrons who joined up over on our Patreon page. What can we tell you? There is amazing stuff in the pipe. You're getting things like new episodes of the Normanomicon. You're getting show notes from our head writer, Kevin, who you might also know as Norman P. Blank. And in addition to that, you're gonna be getting little peeks behind the scenes every now and then, even some new stuff that we're cooking up and laying out there to see if you like it. So if you love the show and you want to be a direct part in helping the show happen, why don't you go to the show notes of this episode right here, check out the Patreon link, just go ahead and click on it, just so you can see what we got going on on the Patreon page. We would love to have you there. All right, back to the episode. The trolls keep coming. I'll stay behind and buy you guys enough time to get out. Daddy, no. Don't do it. You're right. Here, take this axe. It's your job to hold them back. My beautiful daughter. D Daddy? I love you, my little warrior. Run! Troll Killer 3. Three fast. Three furious trolls. Catch the killer action this Bromble Momble Day at a theater near you. The next gold rush is here, and it's brown! A seam of pure, unadulterated coffee has been found beneath Mount Diablo, and it's yours for the taking! Seize your chance to become an overnight bi-balloonaire with the Cobalt Mining Supplies Company Deluxe Essential Miner Starter Pack! Included are a pickaxe of deluxe coffee mining, bean pans, a pre-dirtied overalls, and your own personal old-timey prospect phrase book! I hadn't done seen no kind of dad burn come some single rock before I slapped my old Johnny Hancock on that 10-year layaway program and bought my first pickaxe from the Cobold Mining Supplies Company. Now, I am excavating coffee like a true Cobold. I don't, I, you don't, 
getting coffee down at the mine. Gain the advantage of the natural mining expertise of Cobolds when you buy from the Cobold Mining Supplies Company. Become flush with the Brown Rush. There was a sinister glint in Al the Bastard's eye when the recess ended. Norman hoisted up his pants, anticipating another bowel-troubling session. For my next witness, I call David X Machina to the stand. Now, Mr. Machina, you were hired by Miss Panama to investigate the death of her father. Correct. And what did you discover? Well, I discovered that she had killed her father. How disturbing. And how was the dread deed accomplished? The coroner's report said a pearl-handled derringer. The exact gun that Miss Panama has was used to shoot her father. What time did the coroner's report say the murder occurred? 9.35 p.m. Exactly. Interesting. And what state did you find Miss Panama in when she accosted you? She was angry. She said she didn't do it and that her uncle killed her father. But it is my professional opinion as a certified Open Secret Society detective that she was lying. Call it a detective's instinct. How heroic. Is he not heroic, folks? No further questions, Your Honor. Your Honor, I'd like to ask a few. Now, all right, let's hear them. Hi, Norm. Hello. Now, Mr. Machina, how did you acquire the autopsy report? Well, her uncle George gave it to me. George Panama, who is well known to be the leader of the Panama Boys Gang, LLC, gave you the report. Did you at any time question where he got it from? No, but it seemed legitimate. It had a fancy seal and everything. That autopsy report, quote, seemed legitimate, end quote. That's hardly a reason to take it as fact. Well, my detective senses would have tingled if it was fake. In your investigation, what evidence did you find that ruled out George Panama as a suspect? When I questioned him, he said that he only uses big guns, not baby wavy ones like a Derringer. And I should know. He shot me a lot with knockout bullets fired from Tommy guns, so... That seems hardly enough evidence to definitively pin the deed on Miss Panama. So, did you find any definitive proof that she fired the shot? Well, no, not directly. What, what are you saying, Norm? Isn't it possible that Uncle George was lying to you when he said he only used big guns? No. Well, I guess... My detective senses didn't tingle, so I don't think he did. Don't think or don't know. A woman's life is on the line, Mr. Machina, so I ask that you answer as clearly as possible. I guess I only think that he wasn't lying. So you weren't sure? No. Thank you. I have no further questions. You may step down, Mr. Machina. I submit to the court that Mr. Machina's testimony is purely circumstantial. While a decent detective, Mr. Machina's investigation is inconclusive at best. I'm sorry, David. We'll talk about this later. All right. We're going to take a jalapeno popper fuel dump. So I'm calling a brief potty recess. <laughs> <laughs>
Black Freeze appeared in the parlor of the Panama mansion. The room had yellow crime scene tape strewn about it. Divans, couches, and a glass coffee table were overturned and strewn about. The chalk outline of where Lucius Panama died lay in the center of the room. The police force needs to work on their teleportation wards. Breaking through them was easy. Almost too easy. Now, let's see what we can find. Hmm, what would David do? He'd be boasting right about now. Ahem. I'm David X Machina, man of action. My detective senses tingle. Or maybe that's my stomach. <laughs> I crack myself up. What? I do actually feel a tingle. There's some leftover magic here. Reveal o now A pulse of blue flame rippled through the room. Wherever the flames touched strings of magic, even the tiniest threads, the blue fire pooled and gathered. The blue fire dwindled away everywhere except a small flame near the bay window that looked out over the factory. Fascinating. There is a spell remnant here, and just enough to reconstruct it. With any luck, I can recover this spell echo. Just a little twist here. Some spit here. And poof. A ghostly vision made of blue smoke materialized from the flames. A portly man, wearing a hot dog vest, stood looking out of the window. Oh, I just love the smell of hot dogs. They smell even better when you smell them in the dark. What? Who's there? Ah! No, Daddy! Norman has to see this right away. I need to make a sympathetic recording before... Damn! The police. I need to bind this recording to something. She spotted an ashtray filled with burnt hot dog cigar ash. This will have to do. Norman sat in a stall in the men's room, head in his hands. Unless he could think of a different angle to take, and soon, Lulu was surely going to be thrown into the void of despair. The smell of blackberry pie wafted through the bathroom. He looked up and found he was sitting on the porch of his grandmother's house in the heartwood. Grandmother sat beside him, shucking peas. Grandma! Hello, my child. I'd I'd love to catch up, but I'm in the middle of a case. I know, dear, but I have an urgent warning for you. Also, I had some time to kill. Do you know how tedious it is to shock peace? I'd rather be crushed by my own mortar and pestle. A warning? Yes. You are in danger, Norman. You see, the heartwood is steeped in old magic whose roots are deeper than the tallest tree. A magic that flows from the very heart of the earth. And those that live here are steeped in it too. Is that why I can sense magic? Yes, but I can't cast any spells. They always fart and putter out. Duh. The old magic is not flashy, but it can be gossy. (laughs) It does not create fireballs or portals or illusions. It endures. It grows. It feeds the soul. You possess this old magic, and that is why you left your memories here, so that none might find this place and despoil it. I took my own memories? Yes. I wanted to keep you here. I warned you of the outside world, but you were always so curious. I sent you to the safest place I knew, 
Buffalo, New York. It's actually the only place I knew. I haven't really been keeping up with things. Now that I remember, am I a danger to you? You needn't worry about me, my love. But there are many who would seek you out and twist you to their purposes. You must be on your guard. Occupied. When Norman looked back, his grandmother was gone, and he was back in the stall. Oh, my apologies, Mr. Blank. It's fine. I didn't mean to disturb your bowel movement. No, I wasn't. I was just thinking. If you weren't pooping in there, then why are you washing your hands? It's out of habit, all right. I didn't poop. I don't care. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to... What is that smell? Fine, I farted a little. Are you happy? It smells like a field of flowers, chickens, warm pie, and... Al's eyes flared red, and he licked his lips, revealing his sharp fangs. Hey now, if you want blood, go to the snack bar. Excuse me, I forget myself. You know, Mr. Blank, the more I have gotten to know you, the gladder I am to have made your acquaintance. You are such an interesting character. Okay, this is getting weird. I'm gonna go. Finally! I've found the key! Will you shut up? Some of us are trying to take a mucho grande dump here. The sun sat low in the sky as Norman headed out of the competitor's tent and into the stadium. He turned what his grandmother had told him over and over in his mind. Her answers had only spawned more questions, like some sort of gross question hydra. Norman! Norman! Blackfreeze, did you find something? Yes. I don't have time to explain it, but here, take this. An ashtray. Yes. It's from the murder scene. Just say, poo-poo fartface and it'll show you what I found. What did you find? Something that just might give you a farting, uh, I mean, fighting chance. Gentle creatures, please return to your seats for the final session of the day. I have to go. Thanks, Blackphrase. You can thank me later when you're public defender. All right, now that my bowels are fully cleared, let's get back to it. Any more witnesses or evidence? Or shall we ask the audience to vote guilty or not guilty and render a verdict? I have nothing else to add, Your Honor. Wonderful. I'm feeling some more rumbly in my tumbly. I'd like to submit one last piece of evidence. All right, I'll allow it. I submit to the court this ashtray, which contains evidence that looks like hot dog cigar ash. Poo-poo fart face! A billow of smoke rose from the ashtray, replicating the parlor. Lucius stood looking out of the parlor window, frozen in time. The smoky echo began to move. What? Who's there? Get away from me, you monster! Ah! No, Daddy! I fail to see what this adds to the case. If anything, it proves Miss Panama did it! Wait! Just before Lulu walked in. Did did you see it? No. Right before Miss Panama entered, a spell was cast around Mr. Panama. See? Norman reached out to the Echo and touched a thread of magic that wound around Lucius Panama, and it glowed like molten gold. Here. It's an illusion. 
the spell echo grew and shaped itself into an illusion of a monstrous beast. Yes, that's what I shot! Your Honor, members of the audience slash jury, Miss Panama did not mean to shoot her father. She acted in self-defense, fearing for her life, and tragically, her father paid for it. The real culprit is whoever cast that spell. Mr. Bastard, do you have anything to add? No, Your Honor, I am surprised at this new evidence. I begrudgingly agree that it does change the facts of the case. Lulu thought she was shooting a monster, not her father. She's not a murderer, at least not in the legal sense. Perhaps I move that the charges of murder are dropped and instead charge Miss Panama with involuntary manslaughter for her tragic role in the death of her father. No, it is up to the audience to decide her guilt. Gentle creatures, please reach under your chair and retrieve your voting squids. Squirt the ink into the voting bucket if you vote guilty. Otherwise, enjoy your complimentary uncooked calamari. The results are... Three buckets of ink out of twenty! Not guilty! Miss Panama, you're free to go. What a spectacular legal Olympics! I will now render my decision. The next public defender is... Norman P. Blank! And because of his dogged commitment to justice, I also name Al the Bastard as co-public defender. Congratulations! Oh, happy day! How can I ever repay you, Mr. Blanc? Cash is fine. Norman, you did it! I couldn't have done it without you, Blackfreeze. Congratulations, Mr. Blank. You fought a good fight. I look forward to working with you. I don't. But there was no more time for conversation as Norman was swept away by a crowd of Lulu Panama's biggest fans dressed in hot That evening, Norman lay on his divan, the events of the day rolling about in his head. The question of who cast the illusion spell troubled him like a nasty butt rash. Norman, I hope I'm not interrupting. Uh, Hello, Blackfreeze. Come in. I'm just staring at the ceiling. You have such strange hobbies. Have you heard from David? No, not since I questioned him. Well, I'm sure he's just moping a bit. You did lay into him pretty harshly. He must understand I was only doing my job. As I said to Marie Antoinette when she was imprisoned in the Bastille, the worst is surely behind you. Wasn't she guillotined? Was that her? I was wondering why we suddenly lost touch. Anyway, I'm sure he'll forgive you. I... I hope so. Before I forget, I did some more research on the Heartwood. Oh? Yes. You apparently need a key to reach it. It's described as a blank slate that acts as a bridge between our world and the Heartwood. I'm not sure what the key is, but you'll have to be careful. 
Al is surely up to something. Thanks for the warning. Of course. I'll leave you to it then. Good night. Good night. Norman leaned back on the divan and closed his eyes. The victory of the day seemed so far away, and he couldn't get rid of a knot in his stomach that said something was wrong between him and David. A wave of fatigue swept over him. He caught a whiff of meadow flowers and pie, and he drifted off into sleep. Al the Bastard stood in his office, overlooking the Embarcadero. He frowned and took a sip from a goblet of blood as he watched the swarming crowd below. George Panama, Stungle Grungle, and Priscilla Nongrata sat in leather chairs before his desk. The deal was that Lulu would be in jail and I'd be crowned hot dog king, bastard. Your incompetence bungled all that. On the contrary, Mr. Panama, with your niece free, that leaves her time to pursue her dreams of a lip balm empire and leaves you in a prime position to run the hot dog empire without attracting undue attention. You got a point there. You're a sly bastard, ain't ya? It is my name, after all. If you need anything, just give me a call. The Panama Boys Gang LLC would be happy to provide any services you might require. Wonderful. You did so well today, master. Shut up. Things have changed, my loyal minions. A new peace. He's on the board. Who? My master. Norman P. Blank. The lawyer? <laughs> There's nothing special about him. Oh, but there is. Priscilla, you are to track down every piece of information about him. And Stungle Grungle, I want you to monitor his every move. If either of you fail, I will toss you into the pit of unending pain and fill it up with snakes. Why, Master? Because Mr. Blank may just be the key to my plans. Next season on the occult adventures of Norman P. Blank. Again, from the top people, the Crystal District Dance Competitions tomorrow. Five, six, seven, eight. Stungle Grungle, you're cut. I'll never be footloose and fancy free! Until next time. Don't forget to leave a rating and a review and head over to our Patreon to unlock even more Norman content at patreon.com slash normanpblank. The Occult Adventures of Norman P. Blank is brought to you by the vocal prowess of Anna Brown, Art Brown, Brandon Brooks, Cameron Rose, Courtney Reese, Desiree Foster, Dylan Ballardinelli, Elizabeth Birmingham, Jordan Stidham, Kevin Victor Ray, and Will Mercer. This has been a Laughing Skull Audio production.